Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February 10th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing great. I'm uh, I'm enjoying my uh, different recording locale today. I'm in the house. Rare time that the missus lets me record a pod they inside let the, the house. Old, uh, the old dog into the house. <laughs> He's a little rascal. A little bowl in a china shop. A little worried about whatever. What other poor analogy can I be? Yeah, you look civilized. There's a mirror, there are walls, there's paint, yeah. it looks like, there's doorways instead of just plywood. So what does that mean? Are there developments on the shed front? Walls are going up today. It is uh, interior exciting. Walls. Yeah, um, insulation, interior walls. You know, a lot of people are, are, are thinking that the paint's coming. I got news for you. It's not going up. I got to record a, something tonight out in the shed. We're so recording Full be... Swing Thoughts podcast <laughs> on the Netflix docuseries. Response is good. Thank We're you to through. everybody that subscribed. Yeah. I mean, we've had a good discussion. Lamagna has been a really nice uh, addition. Uh, obviously, a real keen insight coming from him. Different kind of insight, different angle. Um yeah, if anything, we could talk for longer. It's hard trying to shut ourselves off to talk about some of these episodes. I think you guys are going to enjoy the docuseries for, you know, good parts and bad, right? And so yeah. hopefully this podcast gets at that. We have no skin in the game. And we're just excited about it and fans of it and want to consume it and like to give it honest reviews and honest discussions about it. So Full Swing Thoughts is available on iTunes, Spotify, all the major podcast platforms. And these will all be pushed live at tuesday the 15th i think it's 3 a.m eastern they're operating on pacific out there big hollywood big netflix uh so it's, it sounds like it'll be midnight pacific so we'll push the podcast live all the wow. episodes of our podcast right then it's, a, it's nice so, to have uh the east coast conforming to the to the to the west coast here for for once yeah 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 big hollywood putting their thumb on the scale with the release but it, it's been fun some jokes some humor good stuff that that we've kind of been able to extract from watching the, the first season here so you know i got an email the other day from a uh a, se- a fellow central californian and uh while we're talking west coast you know i figured i'd drop this in he uh he's a man of the law and he laid out how absurd the uh the southern central northern california districts of the court are yeah yeah, you know the southern court. district of of uh, California is only San Diego. Really? So L.A. is Central California. Well, okay, they're just doing it by okay by and population. Then, obviously, northern right? is Not- is San Francisco, and he, you know, he's just saying this is absurd. This is ridiculous. This is well, they're doing it by population an because the caseload is just <laughs> the caseload is probably heavy. They can't just like. It's not a geographic consideration there, I would imagine. So, all right, I, I get you're, you're getting legal counsel to come in and talk about you know the geographic split of California. But uh, yeah, 
Netflix show will be live all California, Central, Northern, Eastern, Southern, whatever, California time. Uh, I think midnight. I live in the Pacific Northwest. You know why? Why? Walked by a bookstore in town yesterday, and right in the window. The bookstore test. Right in the window is a book about the mushrooms of the Pacific Northwest. Now, if I lived, why would I? Why would they have that book out in the window to display if I didn't live in the Pacific Northwest? And you are way too observant and contemplative. You're just getting way too. You you need to have your brain occupied. That's amazing that you just walk by, you notice it, and it just triggers this entire <laughs> conclusion. Yes, the mushrooms I think, of the Pacific. I think, I think maybe Pacific it's because you're within Northwest. driving distance. You can go an hour and a half or three hours, oh, and so there you can go find the mushrooms. <laughs> because that—that's what yeah, it is for people that are interested in in mushroom tourism. That's <laughs> why they have it in the window. It's come in and get this book. You so know how they're birders. Three hours. They're birders. Maybe they're mushroomers, and they want to go on on mushroom one tank mushroom trips. They can get there in a tank of gas. So my, my my contextualization, where redwoods are equals the Pacific Northwest. Okay. I saw some Instagram video of the biggest tree in the world. It's like Hyperion or something. I don't know. It's one of these. Instagram is like 75% of shit you didn't ask for or don't follow now. And it like just popped on my feed. Yeah. Hyperion? Like Google that tree. That is a husky boy. That is the James Hart Dupree of trees that thing just keeps going and it's got all the little other guys around hyperion oh my god it's unbelievable it's redwood i assume somewhere in northern california these are the things you just or i mean not even organic like things you don't ask for that you're discovering now on instagram you see that guy Big 380 boy. feet tall i think they think it's the biggest tree in the world i think how That's about this hyperion was discovered on august 25th 2006 really what discover what do you who mean discover what are you who looking for are you saying that nobody had seen this giant tree before 2006 <laughs> what is i it? mean what look at this mean? by naturalist under the earth chris chris atkins and michael taylor what frauds these guys are complete <laughs> frauds to try and claim that they discovered this giant tree it's you're, like the guy who developed Untucket, claiming he discovered the untucked shirt and invented the untucked shirt. What? The tree was there. It's always been there. It's What are they, Lewis and Clark, because they just claiming it? Everybody can see it. They've seen it. It's been a big boy for a long time now. That's see, wild. That, the Hyperion tree is in Northern California and the Pacific it. Northwest. Okay. All right. We're off and running here. Whip around Friday. We're going to do just a bunch of news, a bunch of uh, Freaky Friday. golf advice. Why is it that? February 9th? I don't know. I February was, 10th? Okay, my daughter right now is super into the book Wacky Wednesday, you know, okay. the Dr. Seuss book. Yeah. So every yeah. Wednesday, she's like, Wacky Wednesday, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I like that. sometimes I say it's, you know, it's Freaky Friday. Get her excited. Did you see the G4 hats last night? <laughs> Wasted. Super on find- one, wasted on the other. I think G four, whatever. I I don't know that they're spot. You know, plan to sponsor us. I don't think they would if they wanted. It's like those guys that sell like profane shirts outside of like going into a sporting event. Like when I was in Boston and going to, I'd go to Red Sox games and be like, Yankees suck, 
and like the homophobic like jeter like bad stuff on the back now i go to other games it's like and it's a bunch of like it's these guys selling these bootleg shirts i think that's basically what g4 is but they just call it high fashion and mark it up 10x super wasted what like that's not interesting. That's not well, cheeky. What, That's what about the person the big that buys letters. the super hat? Right. Do then you, you have just to look, be you with somebody? Like an idiot. Yeah. Do you have to be with somebody that's wearing the wasted hat? Is it like a couple's hat? Is that what it's meant to be? It's terrible. I'm out. Like they probably have already sold out too. Is the, is the sad thing? <laughs> it's for guys who like you have to go up to them and say, "Hey, buddy, I remember the first time I was drunk too." Those are the guy. That's that's who's wearing that that kind of stuff. Um, all right, moving on. This Bryson article, the content gods delivered. They smiled upon us and delivered this amazing article from Adam Shupak in Golf Week. Uh, it is expertly crafted. I would say it says a lot without being opinionated. You want facts? This is just a list of facts and a list of quotes from other people. Now, there can be Bryson like... Um, screeds right you can write an opinion article and you could say bryson sucks he's bad this bad guy for this reason that like this one is so effective because it does not do that it just lists out things that have happened things that are happening things he's said and things people involved with him have said and lets that do all the work and it just goes I made the analogy on Twitter. It's a speed bag. It's just like pop, 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 pop in a bunch of different ways. It hits on Liv, hits on Bryson. Um, apparently, he's done with Cobra Puma. That's up. That's over. It seems like it based <laughs> off the quotes from Cobra Puma. Is, I mean, can I read a couple of these? Oh, there's a, we could go in a million directions. Just this, I would I, just say. Let's start, with, let's start with Cobra Puma. Ben so Showman. Who yeah. was the guy who went on the record that Royal St. George is open and popped him? When I saw the headline today and it said, you know, he's just impossible to please. I thought it was like they were reheating some of those quotes. But no, no. Old Ben came back for some more <laughs> with some fresh from fresh jams. Go ahead. Seems, seems like Ben ha, uh, had an axe to grind. Had well, a, uh, or, or he'd been beaten down for 10 years. I don't know. The axe was maybe well earned and sharpened after 10, whatever, <laughs> six, seven years of Bryson bitching about everything. Go ahead. I wish him all the best, but it's going to be a struggle just because of what he wants to do do <laughs> then he, he goes re- go ahead he goes it's, it was such an asinine statement especially for a guy who's perceived to be all-knowing when it comes to science and physics that he said he needs a <laughs> driver that can be hit. to be all-knowing <laughs> he said he said he needs a driver that can be hit anywhere and everywhere across the face and find the fairway with increased speeds dema- uh, demands precision it's like a race car. You've got to be a better driver when you're running at 200 miles per hour than you do at 75 going down I-95. He doesn't believe that. He thinks there's a magic bullet out there. He's looking for a unicorn. The driver, as long as you make contact at any speed, should land in the fairway is essentially <laughs> what he's saying. And they, apparently this was a statement he made recently, something to this effect to another reporter. I must have missed it that he's calling asinine. And I love the other quote from another big four competitor that says, we don't have the manpower to deal with them. I mean, these are the big four. <laughs> this isn't Wilson in the F-150 tumbling down the highway. This big four, they have manpower. They're just saying, we don't have the manpower to deal with this guy. 
just hooting and hollering. He's apparently in Arizona right now testing at Payne. Um, he played a stealth to an MC in Saudi. And I mean, if anyone would have like the intimate knowledge I, and they're embedded in this article is this tweet by Tony Covey from golf spy. Yeah. Bryson may not be the best brand ambassador money can buy. Cobra guys, but he's playing stealth too. LA golf shafts. He's using a project X flight scope guys often seen with the GC quad. Um, so this just keeps going on and on. He's apparently paying is up next, but everything that I like you read in here is kind of hard to like, would you want to jump into this head first? I think I would just be like, hey, man, if you want to use one of our drivers, you can, but we're not going to do anything special for you. And Shupak closes it by saying Tim Tucker is gone. Mike Shy, his cat, his queen coach originally is gone. Cobra's now gone. There's that famous article, famous line from Ryan Lavner, one of the early like real takeout profiles of Bryson that said, Bryson's either going to be a major winner or, or I think it was either Hall of Fame. Maybe it was major winner or end up in a straight jacket. And the answer to that might be both. Like, it sounds like he's, like, as a competitive golfer, like, kind of, he's asking for unrealistic things, right? He's gone too far. Um, another huge revelation in this, I thought, was the live issue, right? The, the, apparently, like, Cobra's been, like, waiting. Um, uh, source said that as part of DeChambeau's live contract, the Upstart League had to sign off on an equipment deal to allow Cobra to use his likeness from its tournament footage. Liv had a proposal from Cobra since at least October, and it had been unresponsive, according to multiple sources. That's well, the shotgun nobody, start way, there, not responding to emails nobody. for people who want to sponsor us. Sounds like there aren't many guys left, like in sales. You know, the franchise sales guy left. I, I live, you know. yeah. Who's get the emails are no longer accounts are no longer active. But what hey, about we've the, been doing a better job of? Uh, I'm of talking getting, about early, you know. uh, yeah, early. That's yes. We'll, we'll respond we're, to your email in six we're months. We're becoming a little bit more well-oiled machine over here. A little know? bit more. We'll see. A little bit more. But how about that? Liv's got to sign off on all this I footage. Mean, it. I mean. It doesn't seem like the likeness freedom that Phil has talked about at Live is there. Well, you know, I don't know. I I don't know what's going to happen long term. I feel like if we ever if, if we wanted to ever have an episode about what happens if Live collapses, you know. I mean, these players are going to be got to be like I mean, Bryson has to have some sort of like an issue with the fact that like somebody's trying to give him money and he can't get this his the tour to sign off on it can't that seems like an email i mean that's kind of insane right 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 i mean um, cobra wants to continue the relationship more or less i think everybody if if say live just collapsed and everybody wanted back on the tour i think they should all have to go have individual hearings you know, with the tour, they, they cross yeah. the moat and they have to walk with their head and <laughs> like their chin into their chest. And, and it's real symbolic person, across the each, moat. Each person is like met with a different, uh, you know, <laughs> s- d- different ruling based off of like how they left. Like, obviously, DJ has left very gracefully, very much like kind of yeah. like, 
you know, not bad you know, mouth in the tour, not, ba- not yeah. talking about how they don't listen to us, like the reads or whatever. So, so, yeah, yeah. so he has like the lightest punishment, but then when you get to like Ian Poulter or like, uh, you know, Bryson, t- t- Laura Gooch, Bryson, yeah. those guys are just hammered. Like, you know, <laughs> Maybe the drawbridge goes up as they're crossing or as they're about to cross like symbolically. That could be, we could have a lot of fun. You could sell that as a Netflix show. Um, who knows if it'll collapse? One more tidbit. I, I honestly, this article was amazing. I commend them for for the way it was just laid out. It was really good, just because it didn't it didn't have to use bombastic language. I think there are a lot of opinion columnists out there, and it's easy to pop Bryson and and you kind of get this pile on thing. But this is all stuff he's done. These are the people who have worked with him probably most uh, closely over the last whatever since 2016. Talking about it. And the people with the most expertise, Cobra Puma. But this article, just for context and background, Cobra hasn't officially closed the door on its endorsement deal with DeChambeau, but it appears to be a sad ending for a dysfunctional relationship that began with much promise. DeChambeau said he shed tears when the first batch of Cobra single length irons were presented to him. God, do you remember the single length revolution? He put the straight. Re- this into- is going to completely change the game of golf. I mean, this is why. He put them I straight mean, into his bag and commemorated the moment by signing the frosted glass wall in CEO Bob Filan's office. And these details are incredible. Permanent ink. So he went and signed the office in permanent ink saying the day the game changed, July 13th, 2016. Permanent ink crying about a single link. So you remember what were you going to say, Andy? The, the day that. Well, this is just like another example of like why you can't listen to manufacturers BS. Why you can't? Why you can't watch that titleist absurd video of them patting them? themselves on the back and say, "You know what? They are they are the best." That's <laughs> why you should just go get fit and and figure out what the best is for you. You've got to be a better driver when you're at two hundred than seventy five. Just oh man, there's a lot in here. It was great. So go read that on golfweek.com if you haven't gotten the point enough. That was that was a good little tidbit to start our Friday morning. Um, other news. Should we do quick whip around? Um, walk and talk. It's what it's windy. It's windy at the waste management and there are only a couple holes in, you know, we got stellar leaderboard, Keith Mitchell. I I respect Keith Mitchell on there, but Adam long and, and Troy Merritt and and Nick Taylor. I, uh, T5, oh, yeah. he's the, the tough. He's overcome the tough, maybe, <laughs> at least for seven so, holes. He's back. We're almost at the one-year anniversary Cannon of Potter, that. Charlie. He's back. Now Should he's post, T5. Post that on uh, SGS Instagram, one-year we'll anniversary. Do we'll do that. Uh, yeah, the designated era here, at least in the first hour and a half, is not, but, you know, whatever. There's 65 <laughs> holes to go or something like that. We're, we're like four minutes into a basketball game right now. <laughs> Uh, so I got uh, I got my what a leaderboard take out there. It's windy. That's all yeah. you've seen. Yeah. yeah, I've got it on in the background here. Walk and talk interviews sounds like no from Rom and Cantley. Not into it. Rory's like, eh, it would have to be really right. So we've seen Mitchell. We've seen Oma. I just think this I, is the way I've it's heard. Be. I've heard uh, that like CBS has been kind of hesitant to put a big time player in the walk and talk. Just why? a little. Why would CBS be that way? I don't know. I think they're trying to. I uh, maybe they're trying to save guys. I don't know. I heard last week a very 
big player was interested in doing it and they held off. They wanted they rather do Keith Mitchell and and avoid, you know, how many very using, big players were there last week? I thought there were not many. Just, so you just can the guys. figure out just who the it guys is. And, and then a bunch of other also rants, according to you. Just a guy. I don't know. Um, so I guess they've been just they're they're hesitant to put out like the big guns. Maybe maybe they're saving it. I, I saw Colin Morikawa agreed to do it for Riv. So that that would be oh, a cool. big player. Um, but I wonder what hole what hole would you like to see them do it for Riv? Thinking five. Yeah, that'd be a great one. That'd five great usually one. falls right at the coverage gap, though. That's the broken high, broken fairway, right down the hill. Yeah, and yeah, uh-huh. yeah that's a great hole. That would be but a really yes. cool one, um, but it's usually in the co- coverage gap. Another cool one would be, I, I, I mean, they're going to do 10. Let's I just, was going to say, are they really going to do 10? <laughs> hey, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit it where everybody else is trying to hit it. What's there to talk up. about? Yeah, that's why I always say that, you know, we're a week early with this discourse. But yeah, yeah are, that's just get, content, get ready, actually. get ready for next week. It's, you know, it's arguably one of the more one dimensional holes on tour at this point. It's a great hole, still one dimensional, but everybody tries to do the same thing. And for the purposes I've, I've of talked that about segment, it. it's not yeah. ideal where you want to hear different strategy I think thoughts it, in the fairway, different strategy thoughts on the, you know, approach, stuff like that. I mean, there there are a lot of holes out there that you. I think five would be the best one because it's got some interest to it. It's got the the split fairway. You got to lay back. You got to try. You want to try and get it over on the left side of the fairway so you get a little bit flatter lie and a, a clean look into the green. So it's got some interest throughout it. Other news. Uh, Six Hudson. would be a cool one to do too. Honestly, why? Just with a bunker in the middle, in the middle of the green, I think it'd just be you know, where, what's your ta- day, right? yeah, where where's your target? Like, are you worried about the bunker? You know, this is yeah. what you have to do here. Like, I think that would be a really interesting one. Um, eight wouldn't be bad either. Eight's a good hole. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options there. Um, other news: Hudson Swafford shot eighty-one in Oman. <laughs> we talked about that the other day. <laughs> Like he's just, he's really been I mean, bad golfer. He's got 20, whatever million, 20, 30, whatever he got. Dude. And he's in Oman. He's in Saudi Arabia. I think he WD'd, I believe. So maybe he's injured. Maybe he just shot 81 and wants to get out of Oman. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is something that happens in other sports where it's like, did you just really give that guy that much money? And like, <laughs> is he going to be motivated to actually be like a real pro? Like, I imagine Hudson Swafford's like, hell yeah, I don't have to do shit now, you know? Yeah, and now he's <laughs> secure and live. Um, well, and he's, at, he's been exiled from his home. Sea Island, yeah, yeah. Uh, other news. Do you think T- Harris, and, Harris and Keith Mitchell were really broken up about losing their brother in arms? I don't know. <laughs> that or do you think Harris was dynamic. happy? Do you think Harris was Harris happy? Harris got some, yeah. <laughs> more a little bit more distinction right a little more brand carving his own path right (laughs) getting out there it's like kd had to leave the warriors to make his own that didn't really work out it's like hudson swafford now now kd is at the suns wild trade deadline i'm hoping if the bulls can move zach levine here i'm gonna be it's just gonna be the Great day. Shed walls up and Zach Levine out of Chicago. (laughs) Oh, God, that would make my life just like so much better. 
Cavs. I, I like I I'm like repulsed watching the Bulls because of Zach Levine. He's just an awful team. You basketball loved him player. last year. It was like twelve. No, I didn't. Ago. You were in. I didn't. I don't, I'm the not. DeRozan never been. In, I've never been into Zach in Levine. About a year ever. Ago. Never ever been into Zach Levine. I've You're been into. into I was into Lonzo Ball when he was healthy. Sure. I've never sure. been in on Vooch or Zach Levine for the record. Cavs are getting their act together. Need a three and D guy, but um, you guys other probably news- should look at Zach Levine. I mean, LeBron probably wants to come back any minute now. Um, well, then he just got he just got his deal. He got Russ Westbrook. I, I was listening I to Simmons' podcast about being at the game and oh, describing God. him describing Russ. <laughs> you see the video of the the huddle when they're all in yellow and yeah. he's in a white shirt. And he's just staring. That was that's whoa. That's not good. <laughs> I loved how Simmons like I'm I'm fairly certain that this was Russ's last game. I was listening to that pod on a run yesterday. And then, like, sure enough, hours later, like, I, maybe not even hours, minutes later, after I got done God. with the run, Russ is out of town. Um, someone posted the like a tweet about him since well, he signed oh, his all-time deal. He's gone to Oklahoma City, signed a record-breaking contract. Oklahoma City year one, Houston year two, like Washington year three, yeah, L.A. year four. Utah year like he's Utah year five. It's been now like, he might get bought out, and the and I'm there's sure. rumors the Bulls want to sign him. It's a, <laughs> oh, a disaster. I did see, that. <laughs> I did see Just, that. I mean, we're the Bulls. The organization deserves so much shit. I'm sorry for this. Um, this yeah, we got mushrooms here. and NBA, I, but but the Bulls. Northwest. The Bulls are attempting to be like a mediocre playoff team. That is like the the goal of the franchise. And it's like the most disheartening thing. You can't yes. do that in the NBA. You have to either be really bad or try be. and be really good. Yeah. You can't try and be an average team or else you're going to be there in perpetuity. You it's just when or somebody like, you know, scoot other people. Like yeah, that. you can't be. Yeah, it's All a right. disaster. Um, the- one. Uh, one other thing while we're on the subject of the trade deadline, and I'm going to tie this back so it doesn't feel like such a departure. All right. We just talked about this for five minutes and we talked, I talked about how the video was like, uh, Oh shit. We're like a couple weeks out and we haven't gotten anything done for live the other day and how that video should have been out in like November. It should have been that all should have been buttoned up. The main reason why that all should have been buttoned up is like, hey, we just announced the captains. We don't have the teams. The the rosters aren't set yet because it's free agency. And they could have been in the news every single day. And they could have been like, hey, you know, DJ signed Patrick Reed to a, you know, a three-year deal. He is, you know, under control of the four. They could have created this. This is the whole interest of that, that league. That, the, that the presupposes whole- that it's a real league yeah. and there's real contracts and there's real freedom like this is all just a charade like i get that maybe the idea is in a year or two or two years that there will be like real movement but right now it's just guys signing for 30 million dollars and being put where they're told like there's not actual player like that presupposes that the league is up and running and it's not right now it's just not it's a charade to go play around the world for a lot of money but the structure of the actual league is not so this in continues place. at my point. Like the the idea of live is is a you know is actually a pretty good idea. Like the idea of this league where you have movement. Like not everything they're doing is a good idea, but the idea of team golf I think is a very very good idea 
and if executed the right way. And it, you know, but you know, here we have a situation as I'm I'm going to use your term. We've got a bunch of chuckle fucks that don't know what they're doing running this league and it's the league is represented by like one of the worst regimes in the world. So like, this is the problem is that this is a, a relatively good idea. And the saddest part about this is that if the, if the likelihood is this isn't going to work at this point, it's, it really seems like this is like not going well, the likelihood this doesn't work. And the problem is everybody's going to say, Oh, that was just a bad idea. It was a good idea. It was just been executed by morons, complete, utter buffoons who don't know what they're doing and don't understand the strengths of their, like they could be, they could be making this actually interesting by having trades, by having like the way they did that stupid thing with, um, with what's his name. I can't hear with the line, the trade or whatever. They just like the ruined day it. After they, like, yeah, like yeah. they're, they don't know what they're doing. This is, it's just, they have an opportunity to do something interesting. But these the the guys that are running the league are morons. Uh speaking of leagues that are upstart, other quick news we don't need to talk about. It. We forgot to note TGL added Homa and Horschel. I would say that seems to be a, a different approach than Live. It seems to be sort of slow and considered with an idea that's they're filling in the gaps to build to that. Um, I don't know. seems like they've got a good I'm pretty roster. excited about Billy quote Boy. Quote, unquote, team <laughs> captains. Oh, my God. Billy Boy in the, this arena just twirling his clubs up and they get caught in the rafters, hitting hitting different things, just talking, mic'd up. Yeah, they, it seems like they're building a pretty attractive group of, I think it's, what is it, 12 teams of three or something like that. They're on their way. Or 18 teams of three. They, they've got a good roster of guys that are signing up. Um, other news, Tigers designing an 8,000-yard golf course in Utah. I don't know that we need to say a lot about that, but that was in the news in golf this week. 8,000 Obviously, yards. elevation. I, it's elevation. Yes. Um, I will Which, say that... How do you build a course with the potential rollback right now? Like, how do you, how do you, what, what are you building to right now? I don't want to go all Friday. Well, I don't know if anybody... I don't know Is if anybody... If there's going to be, like, yeah. an actual rollback, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, you know, eight thousand yards in Utah. So that's Tiger's new project. A lot of yards. Seems like a lot of land to maintain. I assume it's yeah. It's it, well, like I think that's the thing is like water's not exactly a a, an, a plentiful resource in Utah, and that would be my big thing is like eight thousand yards. You know, I Tiger Tiger's design philosophy is pretty wide fairways, all that. So you know. Whatever. I don't want to go all Friday. We got the big, here, but you won't believe the 275 part three. You won't believe the whatever, <laughs> 600 something. But yeah, that's news. Tiger's on TGL. He's on 8,000 yard courses in Utah. Let's do an ad read for our friends at Fat Cork. Fatcork.com. Right. Use the promo code GOLF. We are starting to get a lot of uh, listener submissions. Unboxing videos, so to speak, but organic unboxing videos, not crooked free ad or, uh, you know, people who were given a free pair of shoes and they unbox it all, you know, influencer type shit. These are people who are consuming the product. My friend use the promo code golf and save $32 on shipping. That's not an insignificant discount. $32. He got off 
for shipping when he used promo code golf. My other friend who's in the doghouse and trying to, I don't know, patch it up as fast as he could, try to do second day air. He did not get free shipping because it was like a hundred some dollars. Absurd. <laughs> Buddy, you just got to wait the extra day or two and use regular shipping. You just try to get $92 free shipping. That's your issue. You got to figure out because he's trying to patch it up real quick with a ba- uh, box of champagne. You can go to fatcork.com. Use a promo code golf. Can, uh, can I give you a little under the hood? Yeah. So, so the co-founders, husband and wife, uh, Abby and Brian. And yeah. Brian, you know... Abby wasn't so keen on the golf idea. They're they're typical, you know. I would say our demo isn't their typical clientele. You know, it's we've for, got a heavy male, heavy well male to do women demo. kind of looking yeah. for their champagne, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, and Brian, you know, really fought for this and was like, you know, I think <coughs> that the 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 males might pick up the slack and buy. You know, this is a great gift idea because I hear from all my friends that give you know, our stuff to, to their, you know, significant other that they're floored, that it was like the best gift they've ever given. So I would, I would just say that like, there is a lot of, um, you know, when, when we got the bottle, my wife was like extremely excited that the, that a shipment just showed up the other day. Like she was another one. Yeah. Yeah. She was floored about that. And, um, so I just, I, I think this is a really, I, really i was excited i actually yeah. like i'm not like a huge champagne guy i'm i like these bottles i'm like excited to drink well it's a um, thing you will drink but you don't often go out of your way to get and now it's like we've been made aware of it and it's like great it's an awesome thing to have in the house like you would wine or liquor or beer and yeah. uh this is like a small fried egg friends of the program golf nut uh you know the story and that the, the all the reading material comes in the box of of, hey, this is like them going to the Champagne region, working directly with the growers from the very start of the process. They bring it from Champagne to, to their base in Seattle. They get it out to their subscribers. You can join the club. I think I'm I think I'm going to do the club based on how this is going. Just like have a stock. Keep in the rotation. You're going to be a no. weekender? Yeah. A frequent I'm not going to go frequent. Or a merry, no, I think you could be I'll a merrymaker. <laughs> is that the top one? 12 a quarter? Quarterly club. 12 per quarter? 12. No. no one, that's basically one a week almost. We got to get some more sponsorships. Sharia start spending that scratch <laughs> on champagne every quarter. Um, but yeah, go to fatcork.com. Again, golf, you get a real substantial discount on free shipping there. Thanks to that. I might start, support. you know, with the shed, the new walls in the shed, I might just start selling space like a PGA tour player does on the on their shirt. Start selling selling the backspace on the wall. We can start doing that. Start doing Look that. At, but hey, you think your wife genuine... would be into that? Some light up signs behind you? My wife's desk is in the same office. We just start putting all stuff around her, light up signs, crowding her desk with props and material. Um, oh, right, use the to- promo code golf, fatcork.com. Oh, um, yep. you can do you can do the club, which you know is we awesome. If you want to if you want to dip your toe in, just buy buy single bottles. Uh, they have taster t- sets, all things fatcork.com. All right. Uh, SGS Golf Advice. Let's get to it. Send your emails Ooh. to sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. Uh, we are loaded up today. I'm going to start with two that are quickly germane to the week. Switch it up for the Waste Management Open. This is from uh, Lex. Lex. Thoroughly enjoying this. All right. It's had a life stage question for some smil- 
fellow middle-aged golf dads who are debating giving the spotlight thrust on Phoenix this weekend. All the drunken golf debauchery under the sun-soaked skies of northern Scottsdale is quite appealing. I've never attended it. It looks to be a great golf party. That said, I'm in my early 40s and far removed from my college days, so not sure I'm ready to take years off my life by accelerating early onset cirrhosis. What's the age threshold to where it's still socially acceptable to partake in the greatest party on grass? It's not your early uh, 40s. You're in good shape. No, I, there's a you're lot fine. of chumps. It's old, a golf event. There's a lot of creepy old guys out there, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, you can. You don't have to be creepy, but I think you can. You wouldn't be a stick out like a sore thumb. No, I'm not sure you want to go in the... Like, what are you saying here? Are you going to sit in the grandstands? Are you running in at 6 a.m.? No, I'm not doing that. But, like, it's a big golf tournament. Walk around. Enjoy. Partake. I don't think there's a real hard threshold here. I think you can go any day, any age. Listen, I want to do it one time. I uh, I, I want to go. I haven't been. Listen, I haven't done it in a long, a long time. In the sense of like, there's really like I think back to my twenties and uh, early thirties, and I think there's really nothing really better than a good Saturday day drink. You know, mm-hmm. now sure. Do you need to do it all the time? You're you're early forties. You're fine. It would the uh, one nice day drink is it gonna kill you you know yeah, i like i, 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 I would want to be the guy in the bleachers who's where it's all 21 and uh, you know yeah. kids in their 20s but why why not why can't you go in the bleachers go with friends make sure you have a good group around you yeah i don't that's fine fine i, I i'm not ver- i wouldn't be too self-conscious about this you're only as old as you you believe you to be yourself yeah. to be you know of course we're saying this is from the perspective of people who want to go and pushing that age group now. Um, all right. Other Phoenix question. You're t- to deal with the cup issue, the beer cans issue. I thought this oh, was interesting. It. You not this think it's interesting? It's no, this wouldn't work. It doesn't work, but it's interesting. That's what I'm saying. Ticket includes a souvenir cup with a unique barcode. and Your credit card is charged $100 deposit. So the deposit. cup issue... The cup issue everybody. is the, the everybody throwing the stuff onto the green. Yeah. How cups. do you so the cans yeah. are out? I guess this year and the cups are in. So when you leave the course, you scan and discard your cup. If you threw your cup onto the course, you lose your hundred dollars. So you've already automatically charged a hundred dollars if you want to drink there. Unique barcode prevents muggings over hundred dollar cups. Added revenue for all all the drunk people who lose their cup anyway would be a shit show, but fun to imagine. So he acknowledges it's not entirely feasible but i like that people are being inventive i like that they're trying to be inventive all right what's your next sgs golf advice you gotta let me get this pulled up here um you want me to go no i got it i got it i got it i got it all right right. club championship conundrum oh god for the ba- for the past fifteen or so years, I've between been between a six and a nine index. Our club championship has a cutoff at seven point two to play in the A flight. Thirty six holes of stroke play, followed by top sixteen qualifying for match play. Each year, I'm always around the cutoff. Some years, I'm below the cutoff. Others, I'm slightly above. If you're below an eight, you have the option of moving from B to A. I have won the B fight th- flight three times in the past 15 years, and I've even made it to the semis of the A flight. I feel like when I play the B flight and do well, others accuse me of not playing in the right field. I guess you could say I'm a 4A player. 
<laughs> Should I always move up and play where the chip and let the chips fall? That's the question. What should he do? He, he he's being accused. He's clearly he's right in between. He's going to be the best, one of the best players in the yeah. B flight, or one of the worst players in the A flight. And when he plays the B flight, it sounds like he's catching some flack. What does he well, do? Well, as someone whose kids have, you know, as I noted, we played in a basketball league where we won fifty six to two. I'm quickly learning that I just think there's more benefit to just tr- pushing yourself, playing up as much as you can as often as you can um now three times we need it three times in 15 years doesn't mean well like he's but he's playing up, in the no but he's playing but he's the a flight a lot too forth. yeah that's right uh i would just always i mean I, I think seeing this like i always try to play up always try to play up i think you get better maybe you rise to the occasion maybe you play better maybe it makes you a better player maybe you get better playing against tougher kids tougher players I would try to play up as often as you possibly can if it's on the fence. What do you think? I think um, I I think I agree because like this isn't the thing of like I've just gone and gotten my ass kicked every year. Um, you know, right. you've right. won three times, so you've had your like day in the sun. You know, you could go down to the B flight and you can win. Like that's and you you know like you so got, you got to, to the, the semis, semis you right? yeah. you can compete in the A flight. Granted, you're probably not going to win, but it's not worth like. You know, it's not worth being somebody start calling you stompers or sandbagger, you know, like (laughs) stompy, like one guy. Right. It's not. Yeah. Like, I think people take the club championship way too seriously after the championship flight. Like, okay, if you're playing the championship flight, that's one thing. But like the A, the B, the C, like you have these like handicap cutoffs. I don't like any club championship that doesn't play in their their flights scratch, you know. I don't, and it sounds like yours does that, right? You know, where if you're in the B, you're going to be one of the best players. If you're in the A, you're one of the worst players and you're playing no strokes. Like, I mean, it's a tough situation, but you've won enough on the B that I don't think like if you're, but if you're also like, I would also consider like if you're having an awful year, play the B, right? If you're like, you know that you're not, I would, I would kind of take a, you know, sample of your game going in and be like i'm playing really bad golf right now maybe i play the b if i'm playing good golf like if i'm playing respectful golf i'll play the a yep i think that's a good one all right uh speaking of you know not club championship but member guest this is from justin gotta stick with this the subject line is member guest felonies this is a a great email i don't know if i have advice but i want to read the email i do have advice Andy and Brendan, I, I, 39 years old, invite my father, 73 years old, to my member guest every year. He's a 22 to 24 handicap, and I am a 14, while I don't expect to win, and just like to enjoy the time with him. His playing etiquette have me questioning why I bring him back. <laughs> so it's his dad, 73, his playing etiquette. Some of the less abrasive things he does are talking politics, more like arguing politics. Not great. <laughs> Leaving the dinner early. Nah, not great, but less not great. Doesn't take part in the drive, chip, and putt competitions. Just doesn't care. Abstains. Like, too good for that. When we are playing, he has, this is bulleted, conceded a putt to the other team without realizing they stroked. Eh, as the guest, you got to be really on top of shit before you're going to do that. Carried 16 clubs, but proclaimed he won't use them all prior to teeing off. He switches putters between rounds. More on that later. 
He tries a hero shot when the other team lost their balls off the tee. <laughs> Not put his phone on silent, then answers the call in the cart while we're playing. One year he threatened to not come on the second day because he played so poorly the day before he was dragging, felt like he was dragging me down. The tournament is very expensive and I always cover the cost. Each year he's asked me to, how much I pay and I politely refuse to answer because it's my gift to him. One year he found out the cost by asking multiple members until one accidentally <laughs> let it slip. He doesn't get me an appreciation appreciation gift, which is totally fine. This past year, though, he decided to cover one of the raffles as a thank you. Our name was called and instead. <laughs> Instead of splitting boxes of golf balls or bottles of alcohol, he went up and picked out a putter, the same exact make and model of the crappy putter he usually plays with. (laughs) So he pays for the raffle tickets, wins, and then gets the same putter. He already has. The other putter he uses is the S7K stand-up putter, standalone. <laughs> you know, do you know how embarrassing it is to have your partner read their putt with their putter standing there like a dope? And yes, it has been gusted, fallen to the ground, and knocked into the ball. <laughs> it's so good. It got gusted and knocked into the ball. My question to you is, what are some party fouls for you that are just too egregious? My brother-in-law is a seven, drinks with the best of them, has serious golf course connections, just waiting for the invite. But I continue to bring my dad. Is there anything you could do to force me to reconsider? How much do your standards change from relative to in-law to coworker? Uh, my hope is one year that my dad shows up wearing the belt I bought him instead of the khakis with the stretch waist band from Costco. At least now he usually wears a polo. Uh, great email. This S7K falling over into the ball is just great. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a pain in the ass. Sounds terrible. <laughs> I know he's your dad. <laughs> well, I just, my, my, my first question, is there something else that you could bring your dad to? Like, <laughs> like is, there, is there a one-day guest day or, you know, some other outing at the golf course that, you, that immediately this is the first thought that pops into my mind is be like, hey... You know, it's been a great... This is your dad. You can speak very freely with your dad, right? Right. This is... this is. I love playing golf with you, but, like, why don't we try this one out this year, God. you know? It Are sounds like politics? he doesn't even... Well, it sounds, sounds like he doesn't even really like it. He's leaving days early. You know, he's not really in it. Doing the drive... He doesn't want to do any of the contests that guys kind of goof around with for these type of events. I mean, make him one out of every three or four or five. Get the brother-in-law involved. Like, just change it up for your own sanity. Just this sounds like a find no-brainer. Something else. Find something else. I think you got to just, this is your dad, have a frank discussion with him. <laughs> Be like, if you want to keep doing this, we can do it. I'm just thinking about bringing someone else, and this is why. <laughs> but, like, lay out, like, I don't like you talking politics. I mean, the email's pretty convincing to me. Of, my, of like, like if, my if dad. that to him, yeah. Yeah, I would just lay it out and be like, listen, like my dad gives himself a really hard time on the golf course. And if I played with him in this, it would drive me insane in something like this. I'd be like, stop telling yourself you suck. Like, like just I just need you to play two good holes. That's all I need from you is what I would say to him. So, like, don't take yourself out of the rest of the round by by moping around like you usually do. Like, that's what would drive me nuts about playing with my dad and member Gus is that he'd be moping around. After yeah. like he hit one bad shot as a seventeen handicap, but like more, this is more, the thing is with with you you got to just have the discussion is if we want to keep doing this some things have to change. 
you're more than excused to switch it up. You're more than excused to be like, hey, we're just going to make it rotation. You're still, yeah. I don't you even think do rotation. It. Just just find a casual Friday Something else. Member, okay. member guest that okay. that works better. It doesn't sound like your dad is like super the- invested in this. And it sounds like I, I get it. Like you want to spend time with your father and everything. There's probably two other guest days at your club that you could bring them to that, yes. uh, you know, add less up expensive. To, yes. Less commitment. What's the mindset going to the raffle? He gets the same exact crappy making model. Um, it's amazing. It's amazing. I love, I would love to play golf with your dad. I think it would be just like a fun day yeah. out. Like I would just love to observe everything. You conceded a putt when they stroked. Oh, so much good stuff. Can I throw one more at you? I'm I'm curious your take on this. My cousin, this is from uh, Eric. My cousin, Dan, and I are competitive, which you'll get to. When it comes to anything and everything, a bunch of examples here. I'm a four handicap, and he is 11. He has never beaten me, but it got very close in summer 2021, and we require a ruling to close this issue out for once and for all. So we're giving some real responsibility here. At one point on the par five, par five twelfth hole, I was given a two foot par putt. Instead of scooping it, I stupidly went to tap it in and I missed. So I wrote down a six, a rule that I always played by. You pick up a gimme and get out of the way or you play it out. A few holes later, a playing partner gave him a short one, which he took no time to set up and went to tap in and rammed it by the hole. It wasn't even close. I was the one keeping the score, so I asked him what he got and he stated his score, but didn't account for the missed gimme, post gimme miss. I ended up losing the round by one stroke. However, I went back and changed my 12th hole score to a par, playing by the same rules that he played by. He insists he won the round, but I think we tied since that's what the score would have ended up as if you apply the same rules equally throughout the round. I would be grateful for the court's ruling on this one way or another because we are limbo at the moment and require a decision. I think this, this is, is pretty a- straightforward. A gimme is a gimme. Whatever happens yes. after it is not. Is Once a putt's given, it's yeah. done. Now, like, the, what would make this way... What would make this way more awkward is if he gave himself the putt and then missed. Sure. Like, like that's then good. we'd have a discussion, right? Yeah. And that that's one of my pet peeves is when somebody like gives themselves a putt and like just like hit and it's like and they like miss it and it's like and they're like they're like uh like they act like it was good. It's like you know that's one of my pet peeves. But this this is not real question here. This is a missed gimme counts. Yeah, your entire mindset changed. Well, I've never heard of people playing ent- like that. Entirely, like for you, a like, what are you doing? Like, if if you're not Changing. taking your, if somebody yeah. gives you the putt and you're not taking your time and you're going up there and sweeping at it, yeah, yeah, like it's, it's if somebody gave it to you, like you have to dr- dr- draw a line in the sand with yourself. Am I am I putting everything out? Like it seems to me like you're caught between playing casually where gimmies are acceptable and, com- and counting really every shot. So, but not, so if you're but, going to yeah. count every shot, don't, when somebody gives it to you, still take the time and putt out. Just yep. do that. Like, don't do this to yourself where you're like, you know, sweeping it in. Okay. So like, that's the thing that you have to decide. Hey, are we playing gimmies? You know, if we're playing gimmies, then just play gimmies. It, it yeah. seems to me like you're not playing one way or the other. And yeah, that's playing, the problem play here. Both. Yes. Uh, Miss Gimme uh, does not count. I got one more for you. All right. R- wrong name, wrong time from uh, our, our good friend, Lolly, uh, Lonnie. Okay. A conundrum I'm battling with and would appreciate your help. There's a member at my club, slightly older, usually wears cool guy clothes. 
who I have met at least three <laughs> times facetious. over the last three years. So he's met him three times over the last three years. Each time, cool guy usually initiating with a, have we met before? Oh, God. This includes about three weeks ago in the locker room jacuzzi. <laughs> what a great spot for a, have we met before? <laughs> when you've already met him. Yeah. Yeah. Only to have him, uh, only to have him yesterday at the bar during lunch ask me, "Have we met before?" That's so annoying. It just so happens that I saw him again this evening when I brought my daughter to dinner. Brief tangent: My five-year-old daughter had a sledding accident today, hitting a tree, knocking out two teeth, leading to emergency oh, dental visit, and lots of unplanned ice cream. Sorry for that, Lon. Yeah, sorry to hear. Hope your daughter's feeling better. That's that's. Not good. Uh, so anyway, cool guy and I joke about seeing each other twice in one week and then go about our business. As he was leaving, he said, bye, Lonnie. And I am 95% sure I said, bye, Tony. Only to hear him and his wife start laughing as they were walking out. I do some searching in the club directory and cool guy's name is definitely <laughs> not Tony. <laughs> now do i a forget this happening knowing knowing he he'll probably forget my name in the near future b send him a note apologizing if i called no, him the no, wrong name you can't do that you cannot c, send a note god c, c wait for the next time i see him and make a point of calling him the correct probably name. c don't you think <laughs> I, you do not send it. a note you never call it never happened you pretend it never happened i've had this happen to me before you get the yips. It's kind of like the Pelly yips. You start. I mean, it's it's tough. I'm not be great be sh- with names. I'm like not good with names. I try and act like nothing happened at all costs. I mean, the the punt, the device, the crutch that I use is like good. Good to see you, right? No, like if you've met them, like you avoid that of saying, "I think I've met you." I don't know that I've met you. Even if I've never met you, good to see you still works, right? Yeah, so that's how I try I, to thread that needle instead of like, nice to meet you, but you've probably met them, but you're not sure. Um, listen, like I did this once with uh, somebody that helps us with accounting and he helped, you know, he's with his name's Pete. And um, I was replying, you know, naturally when doing like accounting stuff, I was doing something else at the same time while talking to the accountant. <laughs> I was like, uh, and I was emailing a Mike and I called him Mike. I mean, this was a guy that I've talked to numerous times. And I made the mistake of being like extremely apologetic. I was trying to explain to him what was going on. And I said that I was emailing somebody else named Mike. And then it made it all the worse because now the guy's like, oh, he's not even really like listening to what I'm saying. So like now every time he calls, every time he like I like go out of my way to be like, thank you, Pete. Like, thanks, yeah, Pete. Sure. Like, that's the play. You know, like, it, and so I think that's your play is that you just have to be, you have to act like it didn't happen. Do not acknowledge it. Do not acknowledge it. It made, it made my situation way worse. Don't acknowledge it. Just make sure that you're right the rest of the time. This wasn't really golf. And he probably will looked, forget. But, he probably but, will forget about it. He will. Sounds like he will. Unless, you know. Maybe he's in the jacuzzi. He starts jamming you for forgetting I mean, to say the wrong name. It's, it's so weird that the jacuzzi, same week, forgetting you. Like, 
the jacuzzi yeah. seems like a memorable spot. <laughs> like this guy's the the beauty of it is is the a point of this is that he's probably going to forget. Cool yeah. guy, old cool guy. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, you just you'd be emphatic about the I proper bet he, name next time. I bet he get the wasted hat. She sounds like it. Sounds like. All right, that does it for this meandering mushroom induced mushroom. Uh, I don't know what was that mushroom talk episode Friday episode. We did mushrooms. We did NBA. We did geography. We did golf advice. We did Bry- Cobra Puma Bryson. This was a wandering episode. Fun day. Fun Friday. Everyone enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy the weekend. We'll be back with you. Who do you think's going to win? Um, I don't know. It's a personal one for me. Why? I just, the defensive coordinator I grew up playing AE basketball with for the Eagles. Oh, wow. And Kel- Kelsey's are from my, if I had gone to public school, both the Kelsey, that's where I would have gone. Uh, so I have, I'm torn. I don't know. Who do you think's going to win? I think the Chiefs are going to win. I know. I like feel like the uh, the Eagles are a better team. But it's so hard to like go against Mahomes, right? Yeah, yeah. That's where. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're going. I think Mahomes could could. He's the best quarterback in the NFL, right? I mean, I know it's it's not that simple, but it might be. Yeah, guess, yeah. I mean, <laughs> anymore? You gonna say? It looks like you want to say something. Give some more football uh, takes. I just think I think like where where when. Uh, the Chiefs struggled. Uh, what was it? A couple years ago, it was all about that uh, Niners, the, D, def- the D line, or, right? And the the, the the Eagles, I feel Bucks, like, are Bucks. just complete menaces. The Bucks, yeah, yeah, Bucks harassed them. That's yeah. the thing that had like, and obviously the Chiefs uh, O line's better, but I think that that to me is the where I feel like if. You know, the Eagles win. That's what is going to be like the story. Everybody's going to be like, how do we overlook this great defensive line? Which, yeah. Yeah. Like I'm after like, watching what they did to the 49ers, <laughs> you know, right. like but that it was, was kind Josh of insane. Johnson, well, it, but, but they knocked out two quarterbacks. Right. And is how's right. Mahomes? Can he even run right now? Yeah. That's the other issue. Probably, probably in better shape, but it's good defense. Great coordinator out of Cleveland uh, on that Eagles defense. Uh, all right, everyone enjoy the Super Bowl. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks for your continued support. Sign up to Full Swing Thoughts. That's going to be hitting Tuesday. Uh, enjoy your weekends. We'll be back with you on Monday to recap the Phoenix Open.